Welcome to What Are We Even Doing? I'm your host, Rochelle, and each week I talk to interesting people about what they're making, reading, watching, creating, and doing. We've got a movie review episode this week, so check the show notes if you don't want any spoilers. Enjoy! Okay, welcome back to our Shelter in Place movie rundown. Um, this time we're talking about the movie Zodiac, um, which we saw on Crackle and with ads. So that was like not cool. Yeah, I wish I'd realized that before we started watching it. But um, yeah, the whole commercial thing really did suck. Yeah, we were pretty spoiled with not watching commercials. <laughs> well, there's a lot of commercials. And not only that, they just played the same, like, three commercials right, over and right. over and over again. So it was kind of annoying. But I liked the movie. I thought it was good. I thought it was good, too. I mean, um, like, I, I knew about the Zodiac story, basically, and what happened or whatever. And uh, kind of the scenario of that. So it was nothing new as right. far as the story. You knew but, they didn't um, catch the killer at the end of the movie. Right. But it was kind of a cool, like, perspective, mostly mm-hmm. from the perspective of the... The journalist guy, who was really a cartoonist. Yeah. I didn't really know that part, I guess. but um, I didn't either. I had no idea. But, um, yeah, it was good. I would recommend it, probably. And well, It was like pretty well done overall, and it had a pretty good cast and pretty good acting. Yeah, there were a lot of stars in the movie. Yeah, yeah. Jake Gyllenhaal, Mark Ruffalo, um, Goose from Top Gun. Can't remember his name. Oh, right. Um... Robert Downey Jr. and even like little tiny bit parts. They had like Ioni Sky play, like oh, a little yeah. itty bitty cameo or whatever. There were probably a lot of other people that I'm forgetting. Yeah, I thought the way it was told was pretty cool too. Yeah. And I didn't know that much about the Zodiac case. Only that, I mean, I knew that he had sent letters to the editor and stuff and was taunting the cops and everything, but I didn't know like who was involved in breaking the code and all that kind of stuff. That was, so that was pretty interesting. Right. Pretty good. Yeah. I gave it um, three stars. Oh, I will give it three and a half stars. Okay. I will give it three and a half stars. I thought it was better than Shawshank for sure. I thought it was a pretty interesting story, and uh, it kept my interest the whole time. Yeah. I don't really like suspense. And it wasn't gory. I mean, there was like a little bit of blood, but not, nothing too much. So I don't like gore. So that was good for me. Yeah. I like it. Yeah, recommend. Okay, and then, so the next movie we watched was Death of Stalin. Um, that was on Netflix, and um, how did you like it? I wasn't that into it. I gotta yeah. say, it was yeah. pretty boring to me. I don't know, and sometimes for me it has to kind of grab me in the beginning, or, I, or I'm kind of a lost cause, and I can't pay attention to it, because <laughs> I'm not whatever interested enough. Yeah. Um, I thought it was a f- funny premise, the whole death of Stalin and the kind of, you know, all the chaos that surrounds yeah. with his, like, followers, you know, and stuff, his, what do you call it, his posse, yeah. um, all trying to get their cut or be the one to right. succeed him or whatever, you know. Well, no one can trust anyone. Right, just typical, like, political bullshit, I guess. Well, except with high stakes. Well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Super high stakes. <laughs> Yeah. I didn't think it was funny enough. It was it it was uh, advertised as <laughs> That's a dark my first note. not funny enough. <laughs> <laughs> advertised as a dark comedy, and it was definitely dark. And it was 
I mean, it was comedic, the telling of the story, but the subject matter is incredibly dark and depressing and them just kind of like trying to have a comedic scene based on like executing people like that. I didn't think it was very funny. I didn't think that part was super Well, funny. yeah, and Stalin was like brutal, man. Yeah. I mean, so it's like funny the, that they're poking fun at, you know, the process or whatever you want to call that of politics. But yeah, definitely not funny enough. No, it's too way too dark, way too dark. And I love dark. It wasn't funny enough. The The material was too dark that they really needed to up the comedy. Yeah. Um, I don't know that it was too dark because like we were kind of discussing before, we both love Monty Python and the Holy Grail, which is like, yeah. when you think about it, so, so dark about the plague and they're bringing right. out dead bodies and everything. I know, and, but... But they totally, they spoof it so hard and then they're, I, and they're so hilarious that it makes it work. Like... I feel like the plague is a lot less dark than murder and execution, mass execution. I mean, the plague is oh, yeah. definitely fucked up because a lot of people died, but it's not, it wasn't evil. Right, You're not right. trying to make fun of something that was super evil. It was just the way it was. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. So it's... Um, Either way you cut it, I wasn't a fan of the movie. No, no. Yeah. And like we were also saying about like Hogan's Heroes is, you know... <laughs> doesn't seem like it would be funny at all but i mean it's funny because the situation isn't really the war and obviously uh you know these guys are prisoners of war but they're not realistically portraying a prisoner of war situation you know right they're all like fairly happy they get to like kind of run the camp you know the commandant is really stupid and doesn't understand what's going on. So is that why it's acceptable? Because like the the Allied you know team was always winning, even though yes. they were in this their camp. They wanted to be there because it was part of their mission, and yeah, you know they weren't really. So um, we were talking about in the last episode about my uh, level of ability to <laughs> su- suspend disbelief. Yeah. Even as a kid, I would think because you know sometimes Hogan would go to like a party or a, or. A, like a you know a meeting of Germans and I'm right. like why are all these Germans speaking English? Right, right, yeah. <laughs> Obviously they have to be speaking English or we wouldn't understand them. But like there's no way that these Germans are speaking English in front of English speakers especially. So even back in the day I was. But they tr- very... they made them had German accents though. <laughs> and that was a, one of my problems with this movie, the Stalin movie, is like so there's. All these random actors, good actors, yeah. actually like a lot of them English, and but some American too, but none of them talking in a Russian accent or pretending really to be Russian at all. So that just made it even less believable to me. They weren't <laughs> even like I wasn't thinking of them as like Russian barely. So I don't yeah, know. that was it was a choice for sure, and I can see why you might think that's interesting. But yeah, it did kind of like a lot of it. I didn't even I catch because they were talking so fast and with their accents I was just like what did they just say yeah so I would give that like two stars I gave it two stars yeah, yeah. I, w- I wouldn't recommend maybe even it. less than two I'm gonna say like one and a half yeah yeah I definitely wouldn't recommend it I mean unless you're just really into history <laughs> or something I don't know and I don't know how accurate it was right well kind of the actual too. like maybe I know enough about Stalin 
to get some of the jokes, maybe. But still, I just, I don't, I don't know. I didn't think it was that good overall. So. Well, I'm going to say this then. If you don't think it's a comedy and don't care, then maybe it is worth watching. If you want to watch a dark comedy, then this it, this isn't it. It's not right. It's not comedic enough. But I do highly recommend Monty Python and the Holy Grail if you haven't seen yes, it. Yes, definitely. Classic. That's a classic. And it's kind of dark. It's pretty but dark. super funny. <laughs> Yeah. It doesn't even have a happy ending or anything. No, it doesn't. <laughs> okay, so the next movie we watched was National Treasure, starring Nicolas Cage and um, some other people. John Voight is the only person who I know. And that was a movie about a treasure hunt. What did you think of it? Oh, it was okay. It was um, kind of what I expected. I mean, I'm not a big fan of, like, yeah. action movies per se. I mean, some I am, some not so much. Um, they tend to be very formulaic, and this was definitely followed that, you know, my feeling on that. It was kind of cool with the little clues on the Declaration of Independence and trying to figure out the puzzle of it. I kind of yeah. liked that part of it. I did, too. I liked it. I didn't really, yeah, care for just the action scenes and all that, whatever. I thought the action scenes actually were pretty well done, and I hate, like, extended action scenes. Like, I love Marvel movies, but it's like, cut the fights in half. Like, I don't need to see them fighting over and over and over again for, like, ten minutes. Just, like, right. you know, make it shorter. So I thought the action scenes were were pretty good. They weren't bad for an action movie, I mean, but it's, like I said, I'm just not a big action movie person, generally speaking. But you watch Marvel movies. I see them as more like like fantasy movies almost or oh, something. Okay. Sci-fi, fantasy, whatever. Okay. But I agree with you that I don't like like a prolonged fist fight. Yeah. It's so dumb. And I'm written off topic, but in the yeah. Marvel movies, I don't want to see some prolonged fist fight. Yeah. They have superpowers and stuff. Like use your powers and like do That's how I feel. the more interesting things that make you a superhero, you know. That's not exactly just... how I feel. Then getting then punching, trading right. punches. Same thing when someone has like a gun or a weapon and they're like punching. It's like fucking shoot the person. Like you're gonna you it's so dumb. Well, watching all these movies lately just reinforced why I always thought like, how is everyone in the movie such a bad shot? Oh, yeah. all these rounds and somehow they never get hit, you know, or whatever. They're like such bad shots and yet they can take multiple punches to the face, which is like, have you ever been punched full on in the face? Yes. I haven't, but I, I gotta you knock you on your that ass. Many, that many punches in the face, yeah. <laughs> uh, or getting like the wind knocked out of you and then you just like jump right up. Okay, anyway, off topic. <laughs> it wasn't bad. I, I was mean, I was interested in the the treasure hunt aspect of it. I like the clues and I like yeah. them finding things. And I didn't think anything seemed super obvious. Or I think that part was pretty well written to keep it interesting. Right. I mean, it's a little far fetched. Oh, I obviously, guess, that, yeah, yeah. That he, you know, yeah, spoiler. steals <laughs> the Declaration of Independence yeah. from the National Museum or whatever it's at. And right, like, right. Well, um, and not only he steals it, but two, so his rival, the bad guy, the bad guy, yeah. who like, I knew, like, we knew right away, right away, that guy could not be trusted. Because they were on a previous treasure, treasure hunt together, yeah. remember, yeah, when yeah. it started. Yeah, and I'm like, you could tell just by this guy's body language that he's going to fuck Nick Cage over <laughs> in a hot second. So, um, yeah, so not only did Nick Cage 
break in and was able to like get close to stealing it. This whole other group also did right under the fucking noses of the freaking national security. So do you think that the security measures depicted in the movie are like somewhat based on fact? Like, is it really that? Because they had hardcore, like all these crazy security measures, like in vaults and this. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. I think the vaults are real, but like, like, I just don't see how not one, but two people were able to <laughs> break in so Despite easily. all this, the highest security, yes. you know, whatever you want to call it. Yeah, and make it to the to the declaration. Right. I didn't really know that much about the movie, but I thought that the whole, like, the end game was getting the Declaration of Independence. I didn't realize that was going right, to happen right. right at the beginning of the movie. I did like all the clues, and you know, how they found out the clues, and like yeah. the... So wait, wasn't his name Ben Franklin? Nick well, Gage? it was Benjamin Franklin something. something. Okay, right, 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 right. And it was a common last, like Clark or something. And then, so the family is like from generations of these treasure hunters. Their family somehow got like one of the clues or something passed right. down to them. So people think of them as these conspiracy theorists. And then like when he says, when the the girl finds out his name... Clark, oh, are you one of the? And I'm like thinking, Clark, that's not, that's a, that's a common name. Like, why would you just assume he was part of the Clark family? Well, I guess you're unless talking you about knew, the, the things, yeah, in the context of the conversation or whatever. Kind of I guess that you sense. knew that uh, they wanted the Declaration of Independence. Yeah, so I thought it was, I thought it was good. Yeah, I thought I, it was okay. It wasn't bad. I mean, I don't think it was great. It was but slightly it was, entertaining. Yeah, I don't think I fell asleep, which was for me. If it's you know, <laughs> that's pretty good. <laughs> and it was like family friendly, so I think families yeah, could yeah, watch it. Yeah. And, yeah. and as I never, I never quite know what to make of Nick Cage's acting. Yeah. He's so he's seemingly weird. like he's overacting like crazy. <laughs> but maybe that's what how they direct him. But I, I don't know. I feel like he does have a very eccentric acting style, but I think that the character was supposed to be slightly eccentric, and so I think it worked a lot of the time, but he does, his acting style is one of a kind, for sure. He is so weird. I just find that to be distracting, kind of, and it makes me think about the acting instead of staying yeah, entrenched in the right, story right, right, right. in the movie or whatever. I'm like, yeah. oh, come on, man, really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I understand. Yeah, I get that, too. And then my little whatever, I always gotta nitpick these things, <laughs> like, the title National Treasure seems like a bit of a misnomer to me. Yeah. Because uh, when they finally find the treasure, it's just all these, you know, golden whatever treasures and jewels and different artifacts from all around the world. So really, it's just like internationally looted and pillaged items <laughs> yes. that like yeah. kind of make a little, <laughs> a little tainted there. I don't know. <laughs> right. But at the end, when he could have capitalized on it and become like a billionaire or whatever he donated it all to the museums of the world that was good yeah that was the right thing to do yes i agree but then also i i wonder like what are the international laws for treasure hunters is it truly like finders keepers if you yeah, find anything finders keepers. can you just keep it and sell it to the highest bidder or whatever like i think it just depends some of those countries try and get it back like I, mean, I wonder if it's just a matter of whether you can trace it to an original owner or I, I don't really know. I don't know. Um, I don't know what it is for international treasures. I know if you ever find any like Native American artifacts that you are 
supposed to turn that in. Like, you can't, you're not supposed to keep it. That's illegal, yeah. I know yeah. that for sure, just from hiking and camping yeah. and everything. But, yeah. I don't know. I guess we can look more into it. <laughs> I know people, like, do treasure diving and get treasure off of pirate ships and stuff, and they, yeah. they keep it. Yeah. But things that are like artifacts, cultural yeah, yeah. artifacts, right. or like, you know. Yeah. Seems like there'd be a big uproar if you just fucking tried to sell it. <laughs> yeah. To someone <laughs> for profit. It on Craigslist. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Hobby Lobby got away with it. <laughs> Anyways. Anyway. I gave it two and a half stars. Okay. I would, I, I'm going to say two and a half. I would almost want to give it two and three quarters. I thought it was at least as entertaining as Shawshank Redemption, although the story wasn't as substantial. Right. Well, I could take Shawshank Redemption much more seriously. Yeah, but that's not always, you know, yeah. the gauge of a movie. But, okay, I get well, it. Well, it's, it's, again, like, comparing apples and oranges. Yeah, yeah. Our, move, our uh, you know, review list is just... Any kind of movie. Yeah, so that's true. There, there's, <laughs> They're uh, all over the place. Comparing them to each other is kind of hard. Yeah. You can't compare them to each other. You just have to compare them to what your standard is for a movie. Yeah, and I feel decent. like this pretty much met my standard. I, I thought it was absolutely exactly like I, I imagined. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, cool. So next we watched Inception, which, like, I never, I didn't really have any desire to see it. I didn't not want to see it. I just didn't. I kind of feel like it got spoiled for me. Like, I knew what the ending was somehow oh, yeah. along the way. I mean, it's been out for a while, so I'm not surprised, but... Right. So I was, like, the whole time thinking about that. Oh. Uh, yeah. I had no idea how it was supposed to end. And that was the opposite. I've always really wanted to see it and just never mm-hmm. somehow did. Maybe because you didn't want to see it. But um, <laughs> uh, I just heard so many good things from, you know, critics and just people I know who, like, mm-hmm. said it was so great and the great twist at the end and all that kind mm-hmm. of stuff. And, um. I really, really liked it. I mean, oh, did you? Yeah. Hmm. I thought it was better than I thought it would be, and I had no idea it was an action movie. Like, I didn't think there was going to be any action in it, and there was a freaking ton of action. I thought it was just going to be, like, a psychological thing. It wasn't, like, action-y action, though, really, was it? Like, there was that whole, like, chase at the end action, that was, yeah. yeah. But it's and, like, kind a lot of, like, of like, like, as soon as they went into Surreal the, action or something, too. It's not like... There was action, like, from the very beginning, like, not the first scene when they were in the dream, but the second one when they were in the market. I think they might have still been in the dream. Uh, They're like running through the market, shooting each other, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah. It was very hard for me to remember what was a dream and what was not. <laughs> right. I mean, the first thing I put on my notes is mindfuck, exclamation point. <laughs> yeah. And it, it really was. was. Really. I mean, I thought it was a very trippy kind of future it scenario. And like... I think it was really well done, the way they did it, at least. Yeah. Because sometimes if things are too confusing, I get bored with it. Yeah. Trying to, like, right, m- right, mentally right. keep up with it or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And then if it's not interesting enough, then I get bored because it's boring. Yeah. And this was, like, kind of just enough. Like, I kind of pretty much could follow along, I thought, most yeah. of the way. Yeah. And I always wasn't totally positive, but maybe that's kind of how Definitely. they wanted it. Yeah, yeah. I agree with you. It was... It was... There was not too much action, although the, the snow scene, I thought, was... A little bit too much, but um, did it keep reminding you of Star Wars? It was supposed to be, um, like a takeoff of Her Majesty's Secret Service that bought. Oh, movie. right, yeah. they said that, yeah, yeah, the end or something, yeah. I thought it was a really good story and yeah, pretty much good acting. I mean, uh, yeah, I, I don't really like Leonardo DiCaprio, he looks young, like always young, which is <laughs> great for him, but it's like. I don't know. And his voice is not 
he doesn't have like that commanding presence. I don't feel so. Right. It was he does kind of seem perpetually young and stuff. And yeah, which it's not. Yeah, that's not. His I think fault, he's I guess. but really, he's whenever a good I've seen him and stuff, he's always been pretty good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But his character, a lot of times, I just want to go. What the fuck are you doing, man? Like you're fucking this up. You are fucking this up in a big way for people because you're being a jerk. But then when you get to the end and kind of realize why and his own backstory, it makes more sense. I get that, but it puts a lot of people in danger for a selfish reason. Yeah, but this whole world of Inception is very, I mean... Yeah, I didn't get it. I mean... And didn't it seem like this wasn't like some isolated thing, like Inception was happening all over the place in culture or whatever? Well, I... Or at least a significant amount. Like it wasn't unheard of or whatever that's what i'm thinking like people knew about it it wasn't right. like what's inception it's like oh yeah inception like so yeah. it's not really like our reality but something very similar right. to our reality where this is happening i just i love mind bending and alternate reality kind of things or you know thing. i just love that kind of stuff I don't know. yeah it makes me think a lot I, I liked it i i'm was we were confused at the end, or at least I was, because we weren't sure if it was the whole thing was a dream or if it wasn't a dream. So we ended up having to watch that recap. Well, I forgot on they didn't make a big point of it. The thing with the top, if the top is still yeah, spinning, yeah. then it's a dream. But if right. it falls over, then it's real reality. Yeah. So I missed or, or forgot that. So at the end, the end scene, you know, mm-hmm. it's like spinning, but it was wobbling like right, it was right, fall, right. which made me think that that was reality. The end was a little ambiguous, unless... I bet if you watched it twice, you would I feel catch like more. you could totally watch it twice. I wouldn't watch it twice. And no I feel offense, like... But... Um, I just think it was, like, really well done. Yeah. And, like, lots, so many... Especially after watching the uh, the review thing. Yeah, the recap thing, yeah. Um, so many little details yeah. <laughs> and, like, minutia that, yeah. like... right. And, like, things that related to both real life you know, not in the movie, and then plus other parts of the movie, and uh-huh. then just like, and then and the things, director's influence, yeah, related uh-huh. to the director or his family or just whatever. It was like, yeah. this seemed like a. Uh, it must have been. I don't know. Is Christopher Nolan right? Yeah. Man, this just seems like it must have been like a, a labor of love or something. Oh, yeah. Just like so it finely was, crafted or whatever. Like it was very well crafted, and there was a lot of layer to it. So yeah, yeah. I would highly recommend it personally. Oh, good. I would almost want to watch it again. Okay. Just to kind of see things I missed. And what, so would you rate it? I give it four stars. Ooh, only four stars. I'll give it four and a half stars. Okay. I'll give it four. I really liked it too, but I de- I wouldn't watch it again. I mean, maybe five like... stars. Gosh, thinking about it. <laughs> Not because I didn't like it, but just because, I don't know. Did you think the acting was pretty good too? I thought that like acting was good. Even the supporting good. cast was all oh, pretty yeah, good. Oh, yeah. Uh, like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I thought everyone was was good in it. Yeah, it was way totally different than I thought it would be too. It was good. I would totally I'm recommend. I'm gonna change it. My thing, give it five stars. Okay, cool. The more I think about right it. On. Okay. So the next movie we watched was Lady Bird. Um, that's kind of like a coming of age story. Would you call it? Totally. Yeah. And Teenage girl, her senior year. Yeah, high yeah. Mm-hmm. And then like some family con- conflict and stuff. Yeah, it was pretty good, I thought. I thought it was good. Yeah. I thought the I acting thought was, was really good. Yeah, the acting was great. The story was pretty good. Yeah, I thought well, the story was good. I guess it wasn't really was that story-driven, I guess. It was more just about the trials and tribulations of adolescence or whatever you want to call it. Yeah, I think it was more Coming characters and story. Yeah. yeah. Um, 
But the lead was good, and then yeah, I always forget her name. Is Lori it Laurie Metcalf? Metcalf? Yeah, she was really good. Yeah, she was really good. Yeah, and so <laughs> I was watching the movie, and so when you first when it first opens, they're uh, on a road trip from somewhere. Where, I don't even know what oh, they said. Yeah, and they they're listening to the Grapes of Wrath on uh, <laughs> right. audiobook on cassette. Yeah, so they're like um, both like you know tearing up or like crying. Right. And it's just, like, such a great moment, and, you know, you feel like, oh, that's so, I was, I felt like, this is going to be a cute mother-daughter story. Fucking not even five minutes in, and they're, like, (laughs) attacking one another. The daughter ends up jumping out of the fucking moving car because they get to a fight. I wasn't expecting that part. No. But it does, (laughs) other than that brief, very beginning, when you're like, oh, this is, how nice. Yeah, heartwarming. Yeah. What a great relationship they must have. Because, like, what was it? Right away, the mom started ragging on the girl about something. Yeah. Oh, she wanted to play music after instead of just, like, thinking about the story they just saw or something. So, on that, a lot of times I feel like the mom was the antagonist, but for the very first fight, I thought it was the girl's fault. She just wanted to absorb what they had listened to, and the daughter started getting bitchy, and then it escalated. And the mom did do some cheap shots, that's for sure. <laughs> she always did throughout the whole movie. Yeah, though, but... yeah, she was. So I kind of felt a little bit called out because <laughs> as a mom, I'm kind of a hard ass. But even I was like, geez, I wouldn't, I would never say something like that to my kid. <laughs> like she was tough love, like to the extreme. Yes. And I kind of got. A little bit where she's coming from. She was a nurse that worked in a psych ward, I think. Yeah, yeah. And was pulling double shifts and, I mean, obviously, like, worked to the bone and doing a very hard job. And um, the dad was the nice guy. So the mom had to be the the law man. And that, that's kind of like our relationship. <laughs> where I'm bad cop, you're a good cop. I only slightly agree with that, <laughs> but partially agree. But not, like, not to this level not to right. their level for sure well, plus and then just to ratchet up the family stress the dad had just lost his job or yeah. something too yes so they were just really really like yeah freaking struggling yeah two teenage kids well the one the son who we don't know i'm assuming he was adopted they never said did they no they never miguel did. yeah and he definitely didn't seem like he was their kid their natural born kid right um plus his girlfriend yes. lived with them yeah so they just must have been like yeah struggling very hard yeah financially right which does stress people out yeah but i mean still it's like when she was so as a mother of two kids who like never cleaned their room (laughs) and i went as a kid i didn't clean mine either that was a struggle that i had with my mom all the time um i didn't really care that much how clean their room was as long as it wasn't disgusting like i didn't want dirty dishes and stuff there. There's a difference between filth and just being messy yeah. or disorganized. Right, right, right. right. Yeah. And the mom was like ragging on her for like wanting her clothes up or whatever. And I was like thinking her room looks pretty clean except for the clothes. Like, Well, I think it was the money thing. Because she was like, oh, you're not taking care of your clothes. We can't afford to you know, buy new stuff. Uh, yeah, blah, but blah, just blah, blah. like. But to the extreme, yes. Yeah. But, but everything she did was pretty much to the extreme. It was like, pretty extreme. Including the, the scene at the end where. So the girl. Ladybird. Her name is Christine, but she changed. 
she herself changed her name to Lady Bird. And the mom wouldn't call her that sometimes, which I thought was, like, kind of shitty. Right. Like She did a lot, though. Yeah. But Not then all the time she for would, some reason. Yeah. Um, Whenever she wanted to jab her, yeah, was yeah. pissed at her, she called her Christine usually. It's the only right. Thing. Yeah. The mom wants her to go to a school that's close. And she would say, like, some harsh things, like, I mean, there was a gentle way to say, you know, you're basically not going to get into these schools, but she would just, like, full on, like... She basically was, like, just tell her you're not good enough or yeah. smart enough or she, hardworking she enough. She nagged or... her a lot. <laughs> yeah. But, but not, not in a gentle way. Not in a supportive way. Yes. Like, if you want to do this, yes. you need to do better. She's right. like, you'll never do that. Right. Yeah, give it up or whatever. Right. <laughs> yes. Almost to the point where I think the mom really wasn't the bad guy of the movie... Because she was sympathetic, too. Yes. But at yeah, times, yeah, but even... she was borderline like, man, is this lady just fucking crazy bitch or what? <laughs> yeah, like... yeah. I mean, I like a sympathetic bad guy. Yeah. Because people are multifaceted. Death. Yes, yeah. yes. And no, nobody's no perfect. Yeah. They're all bad. Right, yeah. But the end when... So, so Lady Bird um, ends up applying to schools on the East Coast because she wants to get away from Sacramento. And I don't blame her. Um, she, well, the whole thing is she hates Sacramento. She wants to go, like, maybe it's a kind of common dream. You want to go where the action is, where the culture yeah, yeah. is, or whatever you want right, to call right. it, you know. Yeah. So she ends up secretly applying to some East Coast colleges and gets in to one. And um, the mom, so the mom didn't know until, until like, it was happening. And um, when they went to drop her off at the airport, the mom didn't even get out and walk her to the gate or even hug her. And I was like, I was devastated by that. As angry as I would be at my child, I would never let them leave to go across country and not, even if I was still totally fucking pissed. Right. I just thought, damn, lady, fuck, that's hard. Well, then plus, wherever the time lapse was between her finding out and then actually yeah, yeah. leaving, she never even talked to the daughter again, right? I don't know if she'd never talked to her again. Hard to say, because they didn't really well, know Well, she ignored her and was just yeah, cold shoulders during her really heart. Her. Like, man. Yeah, yeah, that was rough. <laughs> to the point where the daughter was, like, breaking down and, like, begging, you know, yeah. like. That was well, that was the when it first happened. Like, when they went home or whatever. Uh -huh. Yeah, they got, yeah. She was trying to, like, talk to her about it. And the mom was like, oh, no. Like, just flat out ignoring her. Which... You know, if you really want to hurt someone, that's what you would do. You wouldn't get into a fight with them. Well, if you're... To be mad at someone, you have to care somewhat. Yes. To not give a shit at all, you don't care I at all. I feel like I mean, she cared, but she knew that the thing that she could do to hurt her the most was instead of engaging in an argument, was right. to just shut her out. And that's what she did. And it was rough. It was pretty rough. It would be really rough because they were in such bad financial situation... To, I would be fucking pissed too. I would be like proud though that they had done something like that. But then like thinking, well, how the fuck am I going to pay for this? Like I'm already working as much as I can and your dad doesn't have a job and they had to refinance the house and stuff. I mean, that's a huge sacrifice that the family made for the girl. Well, I'm kind of surprised too, like when the mom found out and then that's when the dad basically took these steps and right refines the house and I guess she had grants and other stuff to kind of make up some yeah. of the difference too. But like so why did the mom like agree? I mean, 
unless the dad just owned the house outright somehow, but usually if you're married, it's a joint Right, thing. right. So obviously. Why did she agree and go along with it then? Why did she just say no? Because also, I'm kind of surprised she wasn't more mad at the husband for kind of going behind her back too. Right. And colluding with the daughter yeah. on this. Well, Which I, I understood. I mean. So my take on that is that she knew that it was the right thing to do to support her, but she didn't have to be happy about it. Yeah. And she probably was thinking that she was pissed and she wanted to make her daughter like feel bad and feel hurt or like to make her know that she that the mom was hurt by what the daughter did but of course she's a kid and the other one's a grown woman so you can't really compare their actions yeah yeah and back in like i mean it was obvious that the daughter and mother love each other yes yes and even liked each other sometimes yeah, but then remember the one scene where oh, the daughter yes. was even asking? Yeah. Well, yeah, whatever. How, I forget what the first part of the conversation was, but like the mom was like, well, yeah, I love you and stuff. But she wouldn't say she liked her even. Right, yeah. She flat out would not. Yeah. Like, that's like yeah. harsh too. Like, man. Yeah, yeah. As a mother of a teenage daughter, I know that sometimes you just don't like your kid. Yeah. Or, and a son too. Like, there's times I, I will always love them, but sometimes I don't like them. But if my... Daughter said, why don't you like me? I wouldn't just be like, I love you. I'd be like, well, I do like you, you know, most of the time. But then there's some times where you're a fucking asshole and I don't like that. I'm more, in my own mind, and more like, I would always like my kids. I mean, I don't always like everything they do, say or do or don't do, but I like them. It's more their behavior, yeah. And it wasn't like she was like an unlikable person. I mean, the da- lady bird? The da- daughter. Yeah. Oh, yeah. She was likable. I mean, she was like a little... I f- well, you know, teenagers yes. are fucking pain in the ass. Yes. Little bitches. Yeah. <laughs> but, she, I mean, I've seen worse, that's for sure. Well, it wasn't like... I guess it was just psychological abuse. Yeah. <laughs> right. So it was like... It was pretty funny and touching and kind of heartwarming in some parts. And then... Uh, it had a lot of good other subplots. Yeah, like yeah. Her first boyfriend ended up being gay. Yes. And like just yeah. then her trying to fit in with the rich kids because <laughs> right. she's from the wrong side of the track. Yeah. And all that kind of stuff. The thing with the boyfriend being gay was so out of the blue and just like getting cold water poured on you. Or I was not ready for that at all. No, no. And I, it they was, really... they did it so great because she wasn't ready for it either. Right, right. But the way they did it, it was just like getting hit in the face with it. I did not see that coming at all. No, no. But then, and she was very, very hurt by that. But then when he came to her and explained, like, how ashamed he was and stuff, because he was, they went to Catholic school and he was in a very religious family and it just was not his reality. Well, his family was very Irish Catholic or whatever yes. he said. Yeah. Which, of course, I mean, <laughs> I would assume to me, like, against all gays and everything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was not a uh, an option for him to out right so they ended up making up after that which i thought was cool well she was even at that young age i think it seemed it was cool she was big enough to like see you know she he didn't try to fuck her over or right whatever, yeah you know? like it was yeah. like yeah you know like you have a boyfriend and he's cheating on you in a regular way right <laughs> I, mean, <laughs> I mean and i can understand not i'm not i'm gay or anything but i've known gay people obviously and no it's hard to come out, I guess, especially at that age. And if you're yeah. in a religious family or yeah. whatever, you know, yeah. I don't think Sacramento is all that liberal. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know a lot about Sacramento, but uh-huh. I don't think I it's the most it conservative, the most yeah. uh, liberal either. There were, there was a lot going on in it. Um, as far as like 
different relationships that she had with her friends. Okay. I thought it was good. I will give that four stars, I think. Well, I gave it three, maybe three and a half. I don't know. Maybe, I liked a lot of the, the backstory, the family struggles and all the stuff that, that a lot of families probably just go through yeah. in their everyday life. You know, yeah. kind of... It seemed pretty realistic. The one negative that I would say is when the um, the part where the football coach took over for the other priest who had to drop out because he was having some personal problems right. to direct the play, the school play, that scene was so over the top and like <laughs> such a cliche right. of him trying to like plot out <laughs> the stage direction using football, you know. Plays. Yeah. On a board. On a, on a board, board with yeah. X's and O's and stuff. I'm just like, this well, is then, like from a bad sitcom. This is not, right, right. this is not up to the standard of this It was movie. very bad sitcom. That's a good one. Bad sitcom style. Yes. yes. That, but was that also, was that some kind of dig at Sacramento? Like that they are a little hick town that <laughs> if the, you know, drama coach drops out, then the, all, the only person who could replace him is the football coach. Like, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe it just seemed like that that scenario had been done a, a few times. It was dumb. Was yeah, it was not, and it was yeah. And it really it wasn't even necessary. It wasn't. It had nothing it to do with the story. It was really. not necessary. A lot of the things were um, not, and I liked it that they didn't do too much exposition. Like, why is this guy doing this? Why is this guy doing that? And like you had said, why why Lady Bird for her name, and they never explained it. I'm still upset about that. That seems dumb to me. That seems like you title a movie something, and she's so adamant about being called Ladybird, not even a clue as to why. Like, I mean, maybe there is no big why. Maybe she just liked the way it sounded. So randomly, she picked these two words and decided that's going to be her name. That doesn't make any sense to me. It, do, it makes sense to me. Like a teenager could do something like that. Like they just heard it and thought that that sounded good. A lot of teenagers don't like their name. But I would think you would, then you would try to pick something that defined you or that you felt close to or, you know, something you thought was cool or whatever. Well, it's possible that there was no way to explain it in a way that seemed authentic and not just, like, exposition for exposition's sake. They could have had, like, ten-second thing in the beginning of the movie when she first put it down or something that slightly gave a hint. I don't know. Yeah. I, I, didn't, I wasn't upset about that. So she went to college and stopped calling herself Ladybird. Yeah. And she also got sentimental about Sacramento, too. Right. Yeah. Yeah, that, that those things happen. Well, then she went to college. And another thing, I mean, I guess it doesn't really matter, but I want to know what school she got us up to. <laughs> it's an East Coast school. They don't even say the city, I don't a, think. I, I thought it was New York. I thought it was New York, but I was just assuming just because I kind of think, you know. Yeah, they didn't say the school. Yeah. And then as soon as she gets there, she gets so shit-faced drunk that she has to be taken to the hospital. Remember? Yes. Yeah, alcohol. And then, like, the first thing I'm thinking of, is this dumb bitch going to drop out of school now oh, after yeah. all the shit she went through and put her family through to get get her there? Like, <laughs> hopefully, bitch. well, maybe she's not. Maybe she stayed. She and, didn't. I think she stayed. Well, we don't know because they stopped the fucking story right after that. Basically. Right. I'm hoping she stayed oh my and God, got yeah. a good career or whatever, did what she wanted to do. I also was like, oh, no, she's not going to say I want to come home when she calls her mom. <laughs> right. Because that would be like, you thought your mom was mad before. Well, that, at that point, I was like, oh, man, I've been sympathizing with the daughter this whole time. The mom was fucking right the whole time. Like, <laughs> 
So hopefully she didn't do that, but we'll right. never know. <laughs> we'll never know. Unless they have Lady Bird 2, the sequel. I don't think they're going to, but you never know. I don't think so either. I gave it three and a half stars, if I didn't say that already. Yeah. That seems... I I want to say four, but maybe like three and three quarters. I don't know if that's splitting it too much. I, I, if I can't do three and three quarters, then four. Because yeah. I thought it was good. And I definitely would recommend it. I thought it was authentic. I would I recommend it. It was, I thought, yeah, very authentic. And kind of like I was saying, the family little details and struggles, It's that seems very just normal, yeah. average American kind of fucking thing, you know? Like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, cool, cool, cool. It kind of made Sacramento look kind of nice, actually, though. I know, I right? <laughs> but I think it made it look, like, kind of trashy when she didn't like it. But then when they did that thing where... She got her license and was driving around. Right. It made it, it looked better. Well, plus, as she's recollecting getting her license and driving around the town, looking at things and kind of appreciating them, mm-hmm. they, they would then show the mom doing the same thing on her daily commute. Or yeah, whatever. yes. Yeah, yeah. It was nice. It was good. Thank you for listening to What Are We Even Doing? We'd love to know your opinions on what makes a dark comedy. Call and leave a message at 619-352-0051 or check the show notes for other ways to participate. Bye.